Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We've been away for a little bit. Uh, there's a justified explanation. As many of you know, um, I have been a lifelong fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. So needless to say, it's been a few years since my Sundays in January and February have meant something. So I apologize to all of our listeners out there, but you know when your team makes the run, you got to go with it. So it uh, consumed a lot of, of my time, but now, though that run is over and we are very happy with where we are, it's time to start talking about Division Three golf. So first like to big shout out to our friends over at Any Given Tuesday. If you had a chance to catch us, we, we appeared on their show. Those guys are great. Um, love talking to those guys. But tonight we're going to go through our spring preview. We're going to talk a little bit about sort of how we stack the teams. And we've had a most we have a very recent coaches poll come out on the men's side, and we're going to kind of look forward to the key events in the spring. There's some really interesting things. A lot of people saved money on travel last year, so there's some interesting trips that are going to be happening. And unlike in some years past, we're going to get people playing each other that tend not to do those kinds of things. So it's very interesting to see. But with that being said, we want to shout out to a couple of our sponsors who have helped us a lot and partnered with us throughout the year. And one of that is Titleist. Titleist has been a great partner of ours. They're the best brand in golf. As you've seen, we've been give, we've given away some Titleist hats and some golf balls and things of that nature. Our friends at Titleist have taken great care of us, the Division Three golf guys, and they take care of a lot of great Division Three teams across the country. So if you're a Titleist person, make sure you give them a shout out and holler out to, the, to the, our friends at Titleist from D3 Golf Guys. Our other shout out tonight is to our friends at Pinned Golf. You know, we have uh, haven't talked to our friends at Pinned. We're going to actually have them on the podcast here soon. But they're producing some great rangefinders. In fact, now they've actually partnered with a company called Strap, so they can have their own custom stra- uh, straps that you can put on it to attach it to your cart as you go on among your merry ways playing cart golf out there. But just two of our great partners. Obviously, we've. We'll shout out more as we continue down this path, but we just want to say thank you to our friends and partners and sponsors out there as we dive into our spring preview. All right, let's jump in on the ladies' side first, and let's just talk in in general terms about the teams. And tonight's podcast is really going to be team focused. We'll, we'll we'll jump into individuals as we get uh, further down the the season, but really want to focus on the team side first. So if you remember. We sort of have a group of six at the top of women's golf in Division Three, right? And, and those six, in no particular order, are Carnegie Mellon, Emory, Methodist, George Fox, Williams, and Center. Uh, there's another two that are pretty close behind, Amherst and Redlands. Um, I think those are sort of your top eight schools in the women's game. Now, I would tell you right now, I, you know, I think Williams has got a little bit of a head start on Amherst, and from a West Coast thing, side of things, you know, the Redlands is out there, but George Fox and they're in different regions, so it's fine. But I think they're just a little step behind. Now, the good news is we're going to actually get to see people play. So, you know, I think when I look at that top six, as I look at it, Carnegie Mellon and Emory have gone head to head. Methodist, we know, is good, and and they're liable to get somebody else in the lineup this spring that's going to propel them forward as well. 
George Fox has the reigning national championship individual and another player that's really, really good. Center's got who I think is probably the best individual player in the country, Riley Suter. And Williams is a perennial program that has been playing great. So I would tell you right now, if one of those six teams wins the national championship, wouldn't surprise me at all. Any of those six. So when I look at the women's side, I'm really focused on that top eight. All right. So where should we be looking in the season for some of these ladies teams to cross paths? Well, one will be the the men's and women's teams. What the women's teams will be playing at the Savannah Invitational. There'll be a few there. The big tournament is going to be at Jekyll Island because you've got some teams coming from all over to come down into Jekyll. The other big tournament is uh, the Redlands is hosting the Bulldog Classic. So at the Bulldog Classic for the Redlands, out flying out to the West Coast will be Center College and Williams College. So we're going to see just how good the Redlands are, and we're going to get to see sort of a three-way split between that group cluster group in the South with Center, Williams in the Northeast, and Redlands in the West. And I could not be more excited about it. We will be locked in for that tournament, which is at the end of of March. Super exciting. It's out at Rancho Mirage, California. It's going to be right after Jekyll Island. So again, looking at the two, the other big tournaments here, Savannah will have a few people at it. That'll be a good initial test. Then right after that will be Jekyll. There will be a great, and I mean great women's field at the Jekyll Island tournament. And then you're going to get Northeast, South, and West colliding at the Bulldog Classic out in California. Hold on to your seats because March is going to be full of fireworks for the women's golf side of things. You're gonna we're gonna know a whole lot about a whole lot of people at the end of March as we kind of get into that conference schedule. But man, I cannot wait to see that. It's about a two week stretch of golf that's going to be awesome, and we are going to get to see the ladies go head to head and battle it out to start figuring out who is going to be in what pool and all of that kind of stuff as we dig into the national championship. And these things are going to matter if they don't win conference or even if you win conference, sort of how you get placed in that tournament, who you get paired with, some of that does matter. So, and remember, the ladies' national championship this year is hosted by Mary Mary Hard Baylor, and they are going to be hosted at Bay Oaks Country Club in Houston. Great golf course. Uh, close to the Gulf, just southeast of Houston a little bit. So the ladies will be converging there, which is going to be really exciting. And that's a course that I've heard something about. I've heard it's nice. I haven't been there. I'm actually going to try to get there before the tournament um, and at least uh, get a good viewing of it. I'm hoping to maybe even be at that tournament while the ladies are there. So really excited to join in you all in watching some of this great women's golf we're going to have across the country in Division Three, And again, I, I, I keep coming back to it's going to be Carnegie, Emory, Methodist, George Fox, Williams, and Center. It's going to be really exciting to see all those teams kind of get in and mix it up, and Nationals is going to have some fireworks because it's not even going to be one pairing. You're going to have two or three pairings deep worth of ladies teams who could win a national championship. And it could create a situation where, you know, teams are going to finish and put a number up and can the other teams go catch them. 
that will be very exciting. All right. With that, let's jump over to the men's side and let's start talking about sort of a little bit of a different mix. You know, on the ladies' side, we've got that big cluster at the top. The men's side, we've got a little separation. The spring's going to be really interesting to see kind of who keeps up the momentum they had and where people fall out as we go into the spring season for the men. All right, on the men's side, okay, let's just go through the kind of the the, the rankings, the way D3 Golf Guys has it, right? We sort of have some separation between the top two. It's Emory and Methodist in the spring. They they separated themselves from a team perspective. There's some other great individual players, but from a team perspective, Emory and Methodist were above everybody else. Then we sort of had a cluster of four teams, right? Huntington, Illinois Wesleyan, Carnegie Mellon, and Wittenberg. Okay? All really solid, all right there, but none of them really took down Emory or Methodist when they were kind of playing. There's two kind of wild cards that I look at as we've gone into this. Now, the coaching poll has put some people up higher than I probably would, but I'm a little bit more of a prove-it person, and the good news is we don't have to guess. These teams are going to see each other head-to-head. So let's kind of look at how that's going to look, but those other two teams are Babson and Claremont Mud Scripps. All right, now we saw Babson kind of come out and blow some doors off but we haven't seen them in a full field with some of that with a group of four to top four six teams. We will see that in the spring. Also, Claremont Mud Scripps on the West Coast. Yeah, well, who have they played? Where are they at? Guess what? Claremont Mud Scripps is coming east. So let's get into sort of looking towards the spring schedule. Again, starting off with Barry College's tournament in Savannah. That'll be a big tournament. Not everybody's going to be there, but a lot of the Southern schools will start in that tournament, and that'll be a big one because it should have Methodist and Emory and some of those other Southern schools. The big start to this is going to be at Jekyll Island. And by the way, Jim Owen at Oglethorpe keeps hosting these great tournaments. The man's the man's hosting nationals this year at Mission Inn for the men's side of things, and he's probably got the biggest spring tournament in both men's and women's Division Three golf at Jekyll. Now, it's a spring break trip, which makes it highly likely that lots of teams are going to show up. But Claremont Mud Scripps is coming east to play at Jekyll. Huge, huge event. Cannot get any bigger because they're going to see all of the big teams at Jekyll Island. So we're going to find out where Claremont is. Are they really, really good? Or have they been kind of hiding on the West Coast and they're going to kind of finish fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh? Depends, right? They If they go to toe-to-toe with Emory and Methodist, all of a sudden we've got another player in the mix. So that's going to be really, really important. There's a couple other tournaments that we'll want to keep our eye on. One is the Hershey Cup in Pennsylvania. That's going to be a spot where the likes of Wittenberg and Carnegie Mellon are going to lock horns there. That'll be an interesting follow because not well, not everybody's there. You might get some separation between some of the Midwestern schools. So from Pittsburgh to Ohio, you might get some of those, all right, who's going to kind of flush out with who, right? We saw some of that in Wabash in the fall. We're going to see that again here. The other big one is the Division Three Showcase at French Lick. That's going to be a great tournament. And it, first of all, it's a great golf course. Donald Ross, French Lick's got a great resort there. But that's going to have a whole bunch of really good teams at it, and we're going to get to see them go head-to-head. 
The other interesting thing is the other tournament I keep your eye on is there two more is Emory's hosting a tournament in Atlanta. The other one is one of my favorite golf tournaments of all time, which is the the golf tournament hosted by Camp Lejeune Marine Corps Base in North Carolina. It's a really great tournament. Why are why are the why am I talking about this Emory tournament and Camp Lejeune? Well, Babson's going to be at both. I know for a fact Oglethorpe will be there. There will be several other schools from that North Carolina area. Methodist has played in that fairly regularly. We're going to get to see Babson against some competition on those two tournaments. So that'll be important to kind of see where Babson plays out in that. So as we kind of get down this path, you're going to start to see there's going to be some big circle tournaments. I would say if you're circling tournaments right now as a fan of Division Three golf, you're circling Jekyll, you're circling the Division Three showcase, and I would circle Camp Lejeune in order to watch where does Babson fit in. They've had a great, had a great fall, shot some great numbers. How are they doing through the winter, and are they ready to go as they hit the spring? It's going to be a big one. Now, again, as we get into conference play, you know, right now we don't have a, as much crossover in conferences as we had before. Methodist and Huntington are, are in the same conference. You've got some Pool B teams in there, but again, with COVID restrictions gone, we should have the right amount of teams in. So we might not, some of these tournaments from the men's side and as well so on the women's side, they're not going to keep people out of the national championship, but it's going to kind of tell us who's going to be favored, who's a lock-in, but it will also tell us sort of what's the rank order for Pool B, and if somebody does get tripped up in their conference tournament, what happens with that with those Pool C bids? So those will be the really key ones as we march towards what I think is going to be an absolutely awesome national championship at the Mission Inn in just outside of Orlando. That golf course is just a fabulous golf course to compete a championship on. It's got great risk reward holes. It's got some really, it's got just enough quirk to it that you got to pay attention. It's going to be an awesome championship. So again, as we kind of march down this path, you know, I'm really excited about the season. We're going to be able to really get to the point, I think by mid-April, where we're going to be have a pretty solid top 10 that we think are, okay, this is the group that we think will compete at nationals for the national championship. Um, right now, as I said before, I, I think on the men's side, it's Emory and Methodist and then a, a group of others. It'll be really interesting to watch. Can the Can the two seniors and the young sophomore from Emory you know, keep it up and continue to drive. Does this Methodist continue to deliver with all that experience they've had over the couple last couple of years? Or does a team like Carnegie come back with, with our guy, Will Canout and show up, right? And how does that happen? Does Illinois Wesleyan channel the last two years where they've won the national championship, do, do, do their veterans kind of continue to meld that team together and bring them forward. There's some other players out there, you know, there's some other wild cards in some of the other South things. What, what does Babson do? Where does Claremont come in? Um, you know, just super exciting stuff that as we can kind of continue to go down this path, we're really going to be able to see, Oh, okay. It's time to go. And you know, it's, it's February 18th right now. We're going to get everything cranked up here. Some of the Southern schools are already starting to kind of get out there and start to play. We've had some of the Texas schools get in some tournaments and some California schools starting to play as well. But man, it's exciting to be talking about golf again. Some of our Northern friends that they're going to be locked in for a little bit longer, but a lot of them have are ready to go. 
there's some people that already have their championships in. They know they're going to nationals, you know, and, and so this is it. This is where it all begins. And so we'll start really at the beginning of March and it's going to be, March is going to be crazy. So much results. So key, big, important tournaments on both the men's and women's side. Just outstanding. <sighs> Cannot wait. Um, on a side note, uh, checking in on our friends on the Corn Ferry Tour, Tan Lee, Division Three golfer, uh, top five finish in the very first tournament of the year. Awesome job. Uh, so if you're not following him, you know, star him, go out to the Corn Ferry website, follow him, support him. Uh, we sent him a bunch of stuff. Let's hope he's rocking some D3 golf guys stuff out there on the on the golf course. And uh, we're also we're going to be doing a little bit more work. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to do a little sale on some merch as we uh, get into the month of March. As well as, we you know, we're going to have some more interviews and things like that. So coaches, players, if you're interested in coming on the podcast, you know, reach out to us. Um, we've got a few people kind of lined up already. We'll be starting to kind of ramp up the production of our podcast as we kind of get back into the full swing of golf season. And uh, we're very excited about what is coming in the next three months. And as we march towards nationals, who is, who is going to be the next Division three national champion in golf for both the men and women. Until then, hit them straight. Cheers. <laughs>